Before we start, we want to thank our episode sponsor, Kensington Books, and tell you about one of their newest releases, The Siren and the Deep Blue Sea in the Embraced by Magic series by Carolyn Sparks. So here we have Game of Thrones meets The Princess Bride in a hilarious series combining romance and high fantasy by New York Times and USA best, USA Today bestselling author Carolyn Sparks. Witty and epic, The Siren and the Deep Blue Sea, book two in the Embraced by Magic series, immerses readers in a world populated by duplicitous elves, sentient trees, shape-shifting dragons, and warrior princesses. I mean, I think we all kind of need an escape right now, and this feels like the best kind of escape. So if you are interested in the Siren and the Deep Blue Sea and want to learn more, head on over to kensingtonbooks.com. And welcome to episode 132 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And this month, we're planning for our next meal. We're all about meal planning. That's right, Kate. We are. I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning. That's where we're focusing this month and cooking for my family of five. Our goal of this podcast, cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. Here's how this works. Like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs that in this case are all about meal planning. So we are on a September meal plan theme, which has been super fun. So we've been choosing one blog that does a meal plan and digging into that, which has been super fun. We'll have all the recipes kind of a little bit of our notes about the meal plan, any tips, our smorgasbord, and a shopping list on our website at dinnersisters.com. You can also get all this sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter. If you'd like to preview the recipes before listening, maybe get some extra recipes, all sorts of things on there. Okay, Kate, this week's recipes were easy vegan meatballs by Hummus Sapien, Greek salad wraps with white beans and garlic yogurt by the Rue Barbarians, and vegan chickpea curry by Hummus Sapiens. Yeah. So like I said before, we are going vegetarian this week with meal planning. And I had to do some digging for a vegetarian meal plan, which I thought was so interesting. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I thought there'd be many, many more. But I did find a really accessible and varied meal plan with Hummus Sapien. And that's the name of the blog. Um, Honestly, I hadn't seen her blog before, but I thought she had a really great variety of interesting recipes that were all vegetarian, but didn't like completely veer into the like health food store category, you know, Mm -hmm. like very like typical grocery store ingredients, not a lot of like, you know, hemp hearts, which I suppose you can find everywhere now, but that kind of thing. So I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting, Kate, that her meal plans, she pulls from other blogs occasionally. So Mm -hmm. it was a nice way to, um, check out the recipe she did, she put together for that week and maybe discover some new some new sites along the way. It was great. So speaking of those kinds of recipes, we've got Easy Vegan Meatballs by Hummus Sapien. And it's a nutty, mushroomy, vegetarian meatball 
with a lot of flavor that I loved and it worked really well with marinara sauce. So that was fun. And to make them, you buzz up in a food processor, roasted walnuts, um, sliced mushrooms, garlic, onion, pinto beans or chickpeas, Italian seasoning, nutritional yeast, and some salt and pepper. And then once that's all buzzed up, you add in some flaxseed that's been soaking in water. That's like a binder. And um, then some Italian-style breadcrumbs. You form them into small balls and bake at high heat for 20 minutes, then flip and cook for another 20 minutes. And she suggests that you serve with pasta and marinara sauce. How'd you like these, Betsy? So I have actually seen this sort of style with the walnuts and the mushroom kind of faux meatball quite Mm. a bit and I've never made them and always wanted to try it. So I was really happy to see it on this week's meal plan. When we, I was thinking back when we reviewed Molly and the Range by Molly, yeah, Mm -hmm. she had a similar recipe in there that I think was like her mother-in-law's favorite vegetarian meatballs. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I didn't make them then. And it's always just been kind of in the back of my mind. So I was really excited to try these this week. And I thought they were great. I mean, I, I thought this is something we could put together. It's not, I wouldn't say it's the easiest thing in the world, but paired with the other two recipes, it felt like just the right amount of cooking. And it was kind of that meatball adjacent meal. I thought they were pretty easy to work with. They're a little bit on the delicate side. So that wasn't, you know, compared to like a regular meatball, which is super sturdy and I mean, you know, hard to mess up. I feel like, uh, and I kind of thought these were adjacent to that Cookie and Kate falafel we made. Oh, yeah. Not in flavors, but sort of in that same, like a little bit more delicate. Mm-hmm. You're getting sort of that baked, healthy-ish yeah. angle here to something that usually is like very sturdy and rich. I, I don't yeah. know if that makes it, if that's a good comparison, but that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, I, I think it like lightens up that meal a little bit. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and I wonder too, I was like, if you weren't going completely vegan and were okay with adding an egg, I think these might bind together and hold a little easier than the flax. Oh, interesting. Because like flax is the binder in here along Mm -hmm. with the, along with the, um, um, breadcrumbs. Right. So I was just wondering if you added that, if that would be good help, you know, but I think too, like any of these kind of like bean burgers and falafels are sometimes a little, a little, you know, looser. on the delicate side, looser. Yeah. yeah. I think like frying them would have been a disaster, but on a baking sheet, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I think on the baking sheet that worked really well for me, I thought they were pretty delicious. And I was pleasantly surprised. I was kind of like, ah, we'll see how this goes. You know, um, I would make these all at once and then put them in the freezer for the batch oh, yeah. size that it made. And then you can kind of just pull out a few, um, like for a, uh, a rice bowl or even at a pita, you know, which mm-hmm. would be really delicious, like a little wrap sandwich. I think you'd go a lot of directions with this, like, especially if you don't do the Italian seasoning and you choose something else or you just make it, um, maybe with a little cumin, um, you can make it a little like Southwesty, you That'd know? Fun. Yeah. yeah. So like, like you said too, I think Betsy, like the, I also used an ice cream scoop. Right. Oh, so I had like a small, helpful. I have a small ice cream scoop. And when I make meatballs, I like barely roll them anymore unless I'm getting really like out of control. Usually I just like scoop, plop, scoop, plop, scoop, plop. It goes super quick. You're not really handling them. And um, 
for this case, you're not like, you know, it's kind of wet and you're trying to put it together. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I also like would not, except for maybe the last minute, simmer them in the sauce. They would, I think they just kind of fall apart. Yeah. We drizzled sort of sauce over Mm. this. Mm -hmm. We had it all kind of, I I also don't think it would have worked if you would have put them in the sauce. I mean, maybe, but yeah. Yeah. Just a little, a little bit more uh, delicate or yeah, thoughtful. With mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, also don't forget your salt and pepper. With vegetables like this, you really need to like make sure that you're seasoning enough. So otherwise they kind of get bland. So anyway, these are four to five for me. Yeah. I'm giving him a four to five too, Kate. I will say out of all the recipes we made today, this is more like the cooking 102 and the rest of them are very mm. cooking 101. I yeah. mean, the other two are so easy. This is kind of the uh, slightly more involved right. cha- challenge recipe of the week. Yeah. 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 Okay. Moving on here. We've got Greek salad wraps with white beans and garlic yogurt by the Rhubarbarians, which I think is a fantastic name for a blog. Uh, I'm kind of jealous of this name. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay. Well, I absolutely love a Greek salad. It's one of my favorite things. I love a white bean, cannellini bean, that kind of thing. So I was like, oh, yes. This is part of the reason why I picked this week's meal plan, to be honest. (laughs) I was like, oh. So basically, you take all the ingredients in a Greek salad, the red onions, cucumbers, tomatoes, feta cheese, kalamata olives, parsley, and you pop them in a bowl with some white beans. And then you dress it up simply in in a lemon, cumin, and olive oil dressing. And then you make a quick garlicky yogurt with lemon juice, Greek yogurt, and minced garlic. So mix it up and that's it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, 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 I don't know what else to say <laughs> for directions. That's, just, that's about it. Um, you slather that garlic yogurt on a pita, put in the salad, and you are in business. It has all the flavors of a Greek salad, a little bit of that beans for a little extra protein and fillingness. Um, fillingness, is that a word? We're calling it that at work today. <laughs> Betsy, how did you like it? So I thought this made a really nice, easy, light dinner mm. or a lunch. We had kind of talked about either way. You could kind of go either way with this. So I made this on a night and then I also made some like tuna salad on the side. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of like yeah. make a sort of buffet of options. Mm. Um, I like bright Mediterranean flavors. White beans makes it easy, I thought, very budget-friendly on this. Oh, yeah. That was great. So we had some leftover for lunch because the kids sort of – they're kind of picking stuff. You know, they kind of yeah. like – I wondered about that. I don't know. I thought it was great kind of all together. I was thinking, well, I guess I could have sort of done this, deconstructed with some toppings left out and like – could we, but then I thought, you know what? Sometimes it's not just worth it. It's just not worth the fuss. Yeah. It's all great in one bowl. You either kind of like, like it or don't like it. And let's we, just move on with our life. Let's just move on with Have our some life. tuna fish if you don't like this. Have some tuna fish if you don't want it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so then, so then we had sort of leftovers, which I thought kept really well. I liked it. Yeah. Same. Um, this was so good. For me, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it for more than a couple lunches. Loved having a bean salad in the fridge. Like, oh, I'm yeah. busy today. Oh, that's right. I've got the bean salad. And I also found a really good pita bread. 
But I think it's a super flexible recipe in terms of proportions, because I have to admit, I made it and I was like eyeballing most of the measurements. <laughs> I was like, this oh, looks yeah. fine, you know, right. and it came out great. Um, it's a recipe I'll definitely make again for lunches since it kept really well in the fridge. Um, and I have to admit, I was kind of like Ugh, yogurt on the side. Why don't I just pour it all in there? Mix it mm-hmm. all up. But I think having it separate made the flavors more distinct. I also think it keeps better if you've got yogurt a little separate from that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So all in all, this is, I, I couldn't, I don't have any critiques of this. This is like a five out of five for me. Betsy, how'd you rate it? Yeah, I guess I have a high four out of five, but I, you're right. There's really, this is dead simple was mm-hmm. delicious. And we kind of felt the same way. It's especially now with everyone home, it was kind of nice to have a little lighter adult feeling lunch to grab. Yeah. And just in the, in the fridge. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Last recipe here is vegan chickpea curry by hummus sapiens. Tell us how we make this. Uh, yeah. I mean, like who doesn't like an easy chickpea curry for a night where you like want an actual dinner? Mm-hmm. You're like, I can't, I can't do a bagel, but you know, like, yeah, I also yeah. can't cook anything crazy. So this is kind of like one of those where it's not a lot of effort, but you do get a great result. And, you know, you're heating some olive oil and an onion until it's soft. And then you add in some garlic, coriander, ginger, and you cook it for a couple minutes, stirring frequently. Uh, And then you add in coconut milk, red curry paste, stir until mixed. And then you add the chickpeas and simmer it for, you know, I don't know, seven, eight minutes or so until the chickpeas are heated through. Uh, if you like your chickpeas softer, you can go a little longer. If you're hungry, don't. <laughs> Make sure you add some salt to taste and then finish with a squeeze of lime juice over the top, which is, I think, necessary for something like this. Just makes it taste like super delicious. Uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, you serve it with rice, serve it with naan. Um, if you're really desperate, you can just put it in a bowl and have a side salad. Or you know, like if you're like, I can't even cook. Uh, I think it'd be good with couscous, too, because that cooks super quickly. Um, yeah. How'd you like it? So I have been trying to put some big takeout containers of like rice and pre-made things Mm. in my fridge. So this worked really well with my pre-made rice I had this week. So then I could just make this chickpea curry and it was like, here we go. This is, you know, 10, 15 minutes here and I already have the rice done. So just a little scoop, little scoop. So that was great. Mm. Uh, I thought this kind of reminded me too of like, a jumping off point similar to like a sesame noodles where you could really throw in, yep. uh, you know, a bunch of spinach or like. Or frozen broccoli. Yeah. You could kind of add in some stuff here, which I liked. I didn't do this time, but I thought, oh, I can see making this a way a way to use up some things in my fridge and kind of make it a little heartier, which is great. So my red curry paste was a little bit spicy. This was another mm-hmm. kind of one my kids didn't super eat up uh oh no i know that's (laughs) so this is i think just the particular tastes of my family this week and the fact that yeah some of these curry pastes you just you don't know which is why it's good to stick with a brand right maybe when you've gotten multiple times and this is one i hadn't used before so uh really hit the spot for me though again (laughs) friendly pretty simple you know what kate it reminded me it was of uh, that chickpea and pasta spin kitchen recipe. Oh, yeah. From a while back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That about was about that simple. Tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the, on the stovetop. So 
I liked that because it was sort of in the same vein of let's just get some kind of cheap, easy vegetarian protein. Right. In a really simple way that's kind of warming and delicious. I think I would make a bigger batch of this and reheat it for myself for lunches when it cools off. Because one thing I'm discovering being at home too is sometimes, you know, my kids are making sandwiches during their virtual schooling, but it feels nice for me to have something that's just like a little spicy or like yeah. an adult bean salad or just, right. it, just like, <laughs> not eat a peanut butter and jelly that like your middle child slaps together for you. Yes, exactly. And I appreciate when they make me a sandwich, but (laughs) also it's just, it, it uh, breaks up the day a little bit and it's just really like a treat. And this is not hard, you know? Yeah, no, I made this for lunch for myself Mm, because I knew I would, I had a lot of things to do in the evening. And so I was just like, uh, sometimes when I go for like longer bike rides or something, I'm just like not into cooking a lot because I'm starving. So I made this for lunch. I was like, this is going to take no time. I take my hour lunch break. I did this, cooked it, ate it, and still was like, oh, I've got some time left. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. So, um, so yeah, I mean, this is even like if you're working from home lunch, I would 100% recommend it because literally it's just like opening a few cans, sauteing some onion, and you're good to go. Yeah, this yeah. is like a, this is, um, because it's a base recipe. Um, I would definitely add things to it in the future. I think a chopped tomato would actually be good. Oh, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. I am. Te- I always have like one tomato on the counter. I've got to use up. So it'd be something like that or the end of a, a thing of spinach. Those kinds mm-hmm. of things would be delicious. Mm-hmm. So this is a four to five for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Okay. Wrapping up. What's your favorite on the week? Oh, the Greek salad wrap. Love that. I'm so going good. with the chickpea curry because oh. I think this might be my like fall Betsy special lunch. Oh, love that. Yeah. Love that. Well, if any of these recipes sound good, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. There you'll find links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques we talked about, and a whole heck of a lot more. If you'd like to chat more with us, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We are at Dinner Sisters Podcast. And this month, we are actually cooking vegetarian for the listener cook along, which we do and invite you guys to cook with us from a one site. And our site this month is Cookie and Kate, who's vegetarian. And so we've been having a good time with that. Yeah, Kate, I know you said you made some banana um, cookies. Oh, my gosh. Recently. Those are so good. They're gone. They're gone now. They yeah. were so good. Well, I even tried freezing them and then I just pulled them out of the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> and kept eating. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Before we head into the smorgasbord today, we want to remind you of our new Patreon. So we're excited to roll it out for a lot of reasons. First, it's a way to keep the podcast going and expand on all of our fun ideas. And second, I think we've got some really great ways to thank everyone for your support because we really have been having so much fun for the past almost three years now. Oh, my God. And we're just kind of excited to take this next step here with everyone and build more of a community, build out the podcast a little bit more, get more involved, do more cooking. It's going to be really fun. So at the middle tier, we are offering a live cook-along with Kate and I. So once a month, we're going to cook from one of the recipes from the listener cook-along blog of the month, which this month is Cookie and Kate. And we're going to chat and like have a beverage. Kate's going to do a demo. I'm going to be just uh, 
you know, manning the comment section and mm. chat box. Yeah, it's not a class, but it's just kind of a way for us to hang out and all get together and get to know each other and, uh, you know, throw a little support behind the podcast. So I'm very excited about that. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash dinner sisters to find out more. And Kate, one little pro tip here I have is that mm. in all these years, I had, I, I didn't know you could download the Patreon app, which oh. I didn't. I've always just been using the website. Oh, I don't know why same. it was like a mind block for me. <laughs> the I, app, yeah. yeah. The app is really slick and it's easy. And then, then I can just check in. Oh, nice. my projects and things that I'm supporting yeah. and it's been fun. So. Yeah. And we would like write little posts on there that you can check out if you're one of our um, supporters. So um, definitely it's not just the cook along. There's a whole bunch of other things on there too. Yeah. Okay. So Kate in the smorgasbord today, let's talk about budget bites, lunch, meal prep, and Kate's new online shopping find. Oh yeah. So two fun things that I wanted to talk about today. First is budget bites. I mean, heart. I heart budget bites always. And I have to go back into the office now. And so I'm not super comfortable with like, re, you know, using the shared spaces yet, but I do need to eat lunch. And so I was like, well, what are some things that I can bring in that um, don't require a microwave, don't require refrigeration, but are still delicious? Because I get cranky if I have just like a lame lunch. This is no, not a surprise to anybody that I need to make things a little fancier. Right. So she's got some great ideas, though, Betsy. And I was even thinking about for you with the kids, um, you know, just like prepping these or having the kids prep them in the beginning of the week. And then they can pull out because it's like it's like a Lunchable. Oh, right. Okay. So, so she's about what she's what she's doing here. Yeah. Like, so, she, yeah. So she's got ones that are like peanut butter lunchbox or tuna salad lunchbox or hummus lunchbox. So the peanut butter lunchbox, I think is what I'm going to make this week. And she's got these divided containers, which of course I bought um, on her Amazon shop. So like, well, obviously I need these. Um, yeah, that's fine. You, you don't have to, um, but they're like divided containers, right? So in the small div- divided spot, you put your peanut butter or nut butter and then throw in um, half an apple that's been sliced up. The other little spot is for your pretzels and another little spot is for your celery sticks and then a couple dates. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? So delicious. So, and then that's, you know, I go into the office now. I'm going to go in three times a week ish, kind of like every other Friday. So I was like, I can make three of these. That'll keep for the week. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just like a grab and go. Cause frankly, I haven't been able to, you know, haven't had to like get up and go in the morning. (laughs) So kind of like, well, you're making yourself chickpea curries. Like, right. This is a, this is a shift in my lifestyle again. (laughs) So um, yeah, the peanut butter lunch, there was a tuna salad one, which is tuna salad, a little bit of crackers. um, I think some other veggies in there that there was a cheese board one, Betsy. Yeah. That sounds fun. Right. With some sliced cheeses and sausages. So and then she goes into the article, like, other ways you can customize this. You know, so if you don't like pretzels, you could put in, you know, your favorite cracker. Or if you, you know, all those sorts of things. She, for the tuna fish one, um, she's got several tuna salad recipes. So she's like, choose from these three tuna salad recipes, which I thought was also fun. So just a little something fun. And if your kids are, you know, maybe, uh, you know, on a hybrid schedule, they're not in in class all the time. But they have to go to school sometimes. This might be a fun thing. Or if you're going in the office, 
don't know, might be something you want to check out. So it's on Budget Bites. We'll put the link in um, our show notes and you can find that link and also link to the containers that I've been using. Great. I think this is kind of fun, Kate. This reminds me a little bit of the salad bar we did last week, Mm -hmm. which it's or two weeks ago, I guess now. And it's kind of like, well, yes, I know. I know what a lunchbox generally looks like packed, you know, we've done, but sometimes you get into your own head so much or your own routines that when someone else gives you a little roadmap and says, you know, put some dates in there and some pretzels and it's just fun and it mixes up your routine enough to keep things feeling fresh and exciting. And I love it. I love that you got into this so much because you're such a, um, just consumer of recipes and internet food stuff. And yet yeah. you were still excited about lunchbox ideas. That's been pretty good. I'm- yeah. I mean, they, they just, I mean, she takes such great picks too. I was like, I will have a beautiful, I, I also love things that are a little fussy. So this is like, I guess I would like to chop up all my things and have uh-huh. them look beautiful. And my, one of my quote unquote, like emergency meals is there's a Starbucks around um, the corner from, from my office and I will go and get one of their protein packs mm-hmm. or I'll throw that in my bag. If I'm like going to be out in the field with schools and things, because it's like really easy and portable, it doesn't smell. And so this is kind of like the do it yourself version of that. It's one of my like kind of emergency meals. So, so yeah, I like I'm excited. I like okay. Mm-hmm. Kate coming up next week, we are meal planning with Leanne Brown and her book, good and cheap. Yeah, I am very much looking forward to digging into her cookbook. We've talked about Leanne Brown and her work before. Um, she is all about working within a very low food budget. And I think we need to highlight that for sure. But also the fact that she's got really great recipes. She has a broccoli, egg, and cheddar empanada that I'm very excited about. Ooh, fun. I think this is a really great research we, resource we sort of touched on before, but I'm excited to actually get in there and start cooking. So. Mm-hmm. That's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes and other fun stuff. If you've got some dinner ideas, you can always send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. And as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Or maybe go find us over at patreon.com. Thanks and happy eating. The Dinner Sisters podcast is a part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, frolic.media backslash podcast. <laughs>